Okay, so we're still on the conversation about the FR funds, and today we're going to look at another reason why a woman should have an FR fund, and that is because she might want to leave her job because of mental health concerns. So the idea here is not that you are crazy per se, but it's no secret, at least in Nigeria, here in Nigeria anyway, that there's some work environments that are that have lots of um or let's say toxic habits. Like for those of you who have worked in the banking space, I had a cousin who used to work with one of the um well at the time newer banks in Nigeria. I'm speaking about ten years ago. So right now the bank is seen as maybe one of the more um legacy banks. But she worked in a bank where it was not uh, uncommon for supervisors both male and female to scream at members of staff especially during marketing uh, conversations and one boss surprisingly one of the female bosses even insinuated that if certain ladies were able to get huge targets in marketing then how come the other ladies didn't do what it takes in quote to get those targets as well even though um, at the time well, of course, you know, you, we don't really have any way of verifying these things, you know, but rumors fly around. So by the time in the uh, department, because I met several other people who worked in the bank, it was kind of like an open secret or assumed that certain people did certain unethical things to close all those million Naira accounts. And I also had another cousin who went through the uh, same thing. Uh, but she was more of in the uh, insurance space. So, yeah, the work environment where superiors um, shout, uh, what else, shouts verbally abusive and uh, things like that. So it's a good idea for a woman, not just a woman anyway, but anyone for that matter to have an effort fund so that you can leave a job that is just doing your head in. Because we spend, um, I think research shows that we spend... Um, is it a third of our working life or is it two-thirds? Either a third or two-thirds, I can't remember, of our working life um, in the office and with colleagues. So you really should not be spending all that time in a place where uh, it's just mental torture. Every time you uh, clock in or every time you're working on an important um, assignment. So how do you go about uh, getting the effort fund in this case? Um... Okay, well, in this case, it's not necessarily going to be an FR fund uh, per se because uh, one of the ways of finding the security that you're going to need in this, um, in this situation, looking at things from a sales perspective, is to increase your prospecting. Because in traditional sales theory, whenever you have a job to do, um, okay, let's tie it back to uh, those of us in the wedding and the event space. So you're a wedding planner, you're a photographer, you're a videographer. So in tra uh, traditional sales space, if you're low on your numbers, you're beginning to feel the heat, you're beginning to feel the pressure, you actually ought to go out and start prospecting because with the more prospecting you do, with the more people that you're talking to, the more opportunities you get uh, to close your sale and then to grow your income. And of course, with the increased income comes a certain measure of stability. Now, what is prospecting? If you're a first-time listener... Uh, prospecting is the art, some people think it's a science, but I consider it more of an art, is the art of going around, looking over the internet, or looking in person, looking around your community, or whatever, and trying to figure out 
who should I be talking to that might need my product or my service? So that's the primary uh, question of prospecting. Who should I be talking to? Then uh, qualification is another skill that I've spoken about lots of times in the podcast. And uh, the goal behind qualification is to find out, that okay, of all these people that I've spoken to who could possibly need my product or my service, who exactly has a want or a need that I can fulfill at the right price? Um, what else? And we have the same sorts of um, expectations around a whole bunch of other stuff. So those are really um, important skills to have in a traditional sales uh, mindset. So now, if you're looking to give yourself much more job security, these skills apply as well. So prospecting. Luckily for us, times are different in this day and age. We have LinkedIn, and so there are opportunities for us to do a lot of research um, on the different companies that are out there so that we can um, move away from the current job um, that we have. So prospecting, in this case, I would say uh, would involve a lot of research work, looking at um, other companies, um, you know, looking at profiles, uh, websites, trying to source people out so that eventually you can start having conversations with uh, people in the organization. And then that's where uh, the next step comes in. So first is prospecting and then the next step is the need or value analysis. So you're trying to have conversations with people either in person or over on the internet to try and figure out what kind of organization is this, what do they value, what are their uh, goals, where are they heading towards, and then you see how that uh, rhymes or how that uh, conflicts with your own goals and um, uh, your own uh, value orientation. So this is going to be more of a conversation. This stage is going to be much more of a conversation thing after you've done your research. So that's, uh, you know, sending um, messages to people on LinkedIn or speaking to people um, who you know. And then the next stage would be presentation. And this is a point at where you try and align value because you've figured out what the value of the organization is. And so this is the point where in the uh, interview process, or in your um, networking uh, that you're going to do to try and look for this new job where you try to show that you, your needs and the organization's goals are um, aligned and so because of that you are going to be a suitable match to work in this kind of environment. Now I'm going to look at the question of networking versus um, applying by um, CV. Now there was a time in Nigeria anyway when it was possible for you to get jobs um, by sending in your um, CVs. But the thing is the, um, what's that word? Demographics. The demographic, the demographics, sorry, forgive me. Demographics have um, shifted. We are, there are a lot more young people in the workforce these days. And the thing is you throw a stone into the marketplace and you're definitely going to hit somebody who has two master's degrees. So uh, at the time when I was in school, I think the tra- the normal thing kind of was like everybody had their undergrad degree and you had one advanced degree, you know, in master's. But now it's typical for people to have uh, two or three advanced degrees. So it's really um, tough out there. So I'm one of those people who think, and maybe you shouldn't be listening to me because I haven't been in the traditional work environment for a very long time. Because after my undergraduate, um, I practiced law for two years and then went for my master's degree and then from there I went into the civil service and since then I have been self for the next decade after that I've been um, self-employed pretty much so maybe you shouldn't be listening to me when it comes to um, this particular 
when it comes to stuff like this. But I really think networking is the way to go because you throw your uh, CV into the ring and, I mean, who even knows how these things work anymore? You're sending the CVs, who know how... Who knows how these things are uh, sifted through and sorted. So I think you're better off trying to do a much more uh, man-no-man or woman-no-woman in this case approach uh, and try to uh, network. And the good news is if you get good at this kind of stuff, eventually you you stop looking for jobs and then people start looking for you. Now, some of you might think that this is uh, motivational bullcrap, but it's not because it's something that I have uh, seen lived out in my own experience. Because for those of you who are long-term, long-time listeners of the podcast, you'll remember um, the shows where I've uh, spoken about how uh, my mom had to bring us up in Lagos, her and five kids alone, and um, eventually, you know, she's able to do her thing um, with thought leadership and able to rise up in the ranks in the public relations space um, in Nigeria and after a while she became quite sought out at least in the Lagos market anyway and I think I was in uh, secondary school I think I must have been in uh, late secondary school my senior secondary school the first time I heard the expression the headhunter because she said she was going to have a meeting with the headhunter and I was like headhunter who's that what is that and so she explained the concept to me about how uh, you have organizations, um, human resource organizations that go around looking for talent and try to match them up with uh, companies. And yeah, so she explained to me basically that she had paid her dues and the stage that she was at uh, in her career, that that is how she found the jobs that she moved on to. So really, by the time I was in secondary school, my mother had stopped being part of the traditional application process of sending your CV and stuff like that. So essentially, headhunters would reach out to her you know, every other year or so. I'm like, hey, Mrs. Aide, there's this company, this is the opportunity, are you interested, should we set up a meet, uh, this is what the job role is, this is what my commission is, this is what you'd be expected to do, you know, all those type of conversations. So it's something that I've seen done uh, firsthand, and uh, so this is not um, motivational uh, BS, it can happen. And if you happen to be in the situation where um, my mom was back in the day, alone, five kids, and uh, definitely in need of a new job and some um, f off money. These actually are skills that you do need. And um, I keep repeating this time and time again, uh, so that people don't get it twisted. I'm not advocating for the breakdown of the family and for breakdown of um, uh, family values. I'm just acknowledging the harsh reality of the society and the times that we're in. That there are times when. Uh, a woman is found um, without the traditional support system of uh, spouse and family and these are some of the things that you have to do to get by although it is my prayer that none of us listening to this podcast whether a man or a woman will have to be in the situation where you're having to rough things alone without spouse um, uh, or family because of um, inadequacies of our personal situation because it's uh, easy for no one whether you're a man or a woman but women are in a particularly precarious situation because often when these things happen, you are left um, uh, with the kids. Well, I guess I should say whoever it is that is um, alone with the kids in this situation is in a precarious situation. But anyway, I'm going beyond the scope of the podcast. Bottom line is you're looking for some FF money or you're looking for new job opportunities. These are the avenues that are open to you from a traditional sales perspective. So prospecting, go out there, do your research. 
LinkedIn is not a bad way to start uh, because apart from looking at the website, let's say you're interested in working at Access Bank, apart from looking at Access Bank and checking out the, uh, what's it called, careers option on the career page, you can actually look at LinkedIn. Um, you'll find lots of uh, people there. They'll have it in their profiles uh, that they work at Access Bank. This is the job role, you know, whatever. Sound out a couple of um, uh, messages begin the conversations around uh, needs and values of the organization, match it with yours, what your own personal goals are, eventually you're going to be able to work yourself into a situation where, where you can have those conversations and about aligning um, value. You know, these are my goals, these are my personal goals, and this is how it aligns with the conversation goals. And securing this uh, presentation can be done the traditional way by submitting your CV, although I suspect I would recommend that you go the um, networking route. But the goal, eventually, is to become so good at these things and achieve thought leadership in your industry so that eventually you don't have to start running around looking for places and you have some security because people are looking for you and you might be one of those lucky few who, despite the fact that things didn't quite go well for you from the start, eventually you're able to pay for your kids' um, uh, you know, travel, education, leisure, um, and even put aside some money for your um, retirement benefits. So uh, I think after this, we'll have one more episode where we will go over FR fund issues, and then we have loads of more, um, more, or should I say other exciting stuff that we can talk about over here on the podcast. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Abuja Bay Sales Consultant and Event Media Professional, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and your attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording. And if you find stuff here really valuable, do not forget to share. Do not forget to subscribe. And uh, do not forget to talk about the podcast with um, other people uh, that you know and that you hang around with. So that this gospel that we keep preaching here on the podcast about how we can advance our businesses and our careers or side hustles using the principles of traditional sales and personal sellings so that we can um, advance the gospel pretty much because this is something that everybody needs to know. So thanks for listening. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.